Hello, and welcome to Cisco TechBeat. I'm Lisa Meek. As a rollout continues for the COVID-19 vaccine, many of us have spent hours trying to secure an appointment for ourselves or our loved ones. You've no doubt heard the stories of frustration from people running into roadblock after roadblock. Our guest today, Amit Chathal, is no different, but he took action, looking into how technology could play a pivotal role in vaccine distribution. Amit, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Are you ready to dive into this conversation? Ready to dive in. So let's go step by step. And I know that you have an interesting story just from the get-go of why you were really um, insistent on wanting to get your parents vaccinated um, and making sure they're safe. So tell me how this all went down. My story actually started on January 10th. And what's significant about that date is January 10th was my daughter's fourth birthday. And, you know, before I even want to talk to you about my parents and their vaccine experience, you know, fortunately here, here where I live in California, you know, the sun's been out over the last month. And on her real fourth birthday, I took her to Half Moon Bay, which is a nice little beach here in in uh, California on the coast. And it was just a treat. Like for her birthday, I decided to go to the beach and we had a grand old time. But, you know, around three o'clock that day, like every every three-year-old and four-year-old, it's their fussy time. And, you know, the beaches in San Francisco, they have a small hill. So when, when your daughter's fussy, you have to kind of grab the stuff and go home. And that's what I did. But unfortunately, on my way home, I was probably rushing a little bit. My knee hit a rock like dead on. And I said, "Uh Oh, but the first thing you have to do as a, as a father, as a dad, stay calm, get your child in the car. So they sleep. So goal number one accomplished. But the second thing is on my way home, you know, where, where I live is in San Ramon, about 45 minutes away. I knew something was wrong. The minute I got to my house, I said, "Uh Oh, I need to go to the doctors. And immediately right away, what the doctor noticed with my x-rays and MRI and CT scan was I had a broken tibia. And I said, oh, no. And I had to get surgery effectively immediately. Now, the reason why all of this is, you know, before I tell you my parents' vaccine story is each and every one of us, you know, we have our work, we have our personal lives. But as it is, it's, it's always tough to, like, do work and take care of your kid. Now, the problem for my, myself and my wife and our household is I be effectively became the third baby. We have a dog, I have my daughter, and now me. And my wife's like... <laughs> you know, we can't do this. And so she's like, is it okay if you, you know, if just temporarily you go, you know, you go see your parents or live with your parents. And so your wife, your wife kicked you out of your house saying, effectively. like, go have your, go have your parents take care of you. <laughs> effectively, yes. And then you nod your head and agree because she was right to begin with, to be careful. You know, it's always that wife's always right. You know, because before you, she says, go to the beach, you go, be careful. You go, I will. Now I know why the wife's all this right. But one thing I want to share, you know, because of my role and because like I'm a technologist, even just going to the hospital, getting the surgery, getting my x-rays, I must say that I always like, you know, you have to worry about yourself as a patient, but because we do what we do at Cisco, I constantly am thinking about, wow, like what, what, you know, how is Cisco helping the healthcare providers out there? How is Cisco helping patients? I must say, because Cisco's so entrenched in so many different providers around the barrier, my experience was awesome. So from one, pers- from one perspective, just 
checking in the hospital, getting admitted right away, using my mobile device. This provider had all those technologies in place. The, the radiologist was able to do all their work with this mobile device powered by Cisco Wireless. And that was just a great experience because yes, I was injured, but I knew I was part of a company who is solving problems for patients and healthcare all around the world. And this is yet another reason why you feel proud to work for this company. So I was dealing with this injury, but at least that part, my pain didn't go away, but at least my stress level did because, you know, we had some technology. That is so cool. And I, just putting that into that real life perspective, right, of your your work, your work and personal life really is colliding with this. But then you're going into this next role of, all right, so I'm going to have to I, I have this or I'm having the surgery. I'm going to have to have my parents, you know, stay with them. But as they're older and probably within within the age group of getting vaccinated, you don't want to put them at any more increased risk than possible. So tell me, let's start walking through, if you don't mind, sure. this whole, you know, where you kind of had that aha moment of, oh my gosh, technology and Cisco technology really could um, ease some of these pain points that people are having when it comes to trying to even just get registered and signed up to get a vaccine. Yeah. So, you know, so, so because my wife basically nice nicely kicked me out of the house. I, I moved in with my parents for a few weeks and, you know, you appreciate those moments and kept, like it was the first time I probably stayed with them since high school, but, and that was awesome. But then the other thing that's just top of mind for them and everyone and all of us is getting this vaccine. And I was literally sitting there, right? Cause I was sitting there cause I can't walk or do anything else, but I was literally sitting there because listening to my, my mom and dad, finally get the word that they qualify to get this vaccine because they're both 70 plus, you know, and as most, you know, people of their demographic phase 1A or phase 1B, whatever you want to call it, they're in that age group where they were, they were ready to get their vaccine. So they got notified. So the first thing you notice is they got an email sent out to them because they had to apply. Either you go through the county or you go through your provider of choice. So they qualified. Now, what happens is in order to set up the vaccine appointment, you have to call a number, a phone number. And they're not the demographics that are very savvy with their mobile app or mobile phone. So my mom called, you know, the number that the provider gave her. The challenge basically started instantly where, you know, she called and her, the minute she called, her wait time went from like five minutes to five hours. Oh, geez. And you're not going to hang up because you're worried, like, if I hang up, then I'm starting all over again. And it's a never ending process. And right? that's a never ending story because we're everyone, everyone. So keep in mind, it's like they want to get the vaccine. I want them to get the vaccine. It's almost like this like lifeline where you're calling and you're waiting for this call to go through because everyone's so desperate to get this vaccine. So right off the bat, right, because I'm a technologist, I know it's like, wow, this is a very, very long wait time. And then, of course, you know, because like my dad's a little bit more impatient than my mom. My mom, you know, stayed on the phone. <laughs> my dad was ready to give up. But finally, at, you know, five hours and 10 minutes, you get that sigh of relief. The, the phone goes through, right? And then you hear someone on the other side pick up the phone, which is basically the provider saying, okay, you know, hello, in this case, it was my mother. Hey, you qualified to get your vaccine. 
So the first thing right off the bat you think about in your head is, okay, how can I reduce that long wait time? And what were you thinking as this technologist and knowing all of the things that Cisco pro provides that, okay, we could do something here. What's this, what comes to mind? So the first thing that came to my mind is like, you know, in, in like, because we're technologists, because we're Cisco is, I know that Cisco plays in their contact center space. And when you think about my parents and you think about every single person listening in the audience, we're all patients. Your, your patience, but you also, patience with an S, but you also have to have to have the verb patience, which is being patient for these wait times. The challenge is we as consumers, our expectations have changed. Like, is everyone really gonna wait five hours? Are people gonna really wait six hours? So when you think about Cisco, we have contact center technology. So the reason why that's important is because, because so many contact centers are getting overrun. Just with Cisco WebEx contact center alone, you can create, you can really add contact center agents overnight, right? So this is what we're seeing in the market, right? Like stand up a contact center, add more agents. But the other thing that was going through my head being a technologist, you can't just have to, you can't just, you know, rely on contact center alone because labor's expensive. A lot of people still don't have labor. So the second thing that crossed my mind was, Okay, do my parents really have to wait five hours? Does anyone really have to wait five hours? Well, the good thing is with Cisco technology and a lot of our software partners, we can reduce that wait time. We can do things like callback. We can do things like call queuing. Like for every one of you who've traveled recently or you've called your, one of your favorite like hospitality customers where they do this well in that vertical, they say, hey, we're not available right now, but we'll call you back in X minutes. So that, that is great technology because you don't have to wait on the phone. And so that, that's the first thing that came to my head is how can we use WebEx Contacts or Tenor technology and our partners to deal with that wait time? That is like <laughs> light bulb moment right there, right? And so from there, so they get through and then they're going through the whole you know, Q&A questionnaire of getting them actually registered and signed up. So as you're listening, overhearing your parents talking, trying to get them through that process, are you just like chomping at the bit? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. And you know, so, you know, so, you know, one thing I was thinking about, cause like, you know, my, my parents are older. And so you get through the first phase, which is you get to the agent, but then there's a series of series of questions, right. That they go through like number. The second thing was, okay, where do you live? Right. And so my parents live in Fremont, California. And they're like, well, where can we give this vaccine? So you have certain certain like cities and places where you where there's a slot to get the vaccine. But then the second thing I noticed was it wasn't an easy process in the sense of the visibility, the visibility into where you know you could go get your vaccine with the distance was very manual. So it was like, hey, you know, do you have something where I can drive 20 miles further out or 30 miles further out or 60 miles further out? to get the vaccine there. They had a lack of visibility onto onto those locations. So there's no central database. There was no central visibility where they can do it very easily. So you're kind of, they're kind of asking my parents the question. Now, of course, my parents at this moment in time, speed is important. Going a little farther is important. So at that moment in time, you wish there was something where they had total visibility from a scheduling perspective to give my parents options, which they didn't. 
The second thing is they need to send you a questionnaire in advance because this vaccine has proven to have allergic reactions for patients. But that was also a very, very manual process. I even remember very specifically on the phone because my dad is kind of hard on, it's hard to hear, right? Like mm -hmm. he said, what did you say? What did you say? So when you think about um, a couple of other problems, all this was adding time, right? So like all that Q&A, right, added like 30 more minutes and 20 more minutes. And like there was a back and forth. You wish all of that could be digitized. You wish they could do that, those, those questionnaires and some of that before, before, you know, dealing with that call. Like the whole process would have been expedited. Totally. And they probably had got a lot more options on where to schedule. Exactly. Because time is ticking. Like as they're going through that questionnaire and everything else, all of those other appointments are probably getting grabbed up and snapped up in that time period. So, That's right. So you go through all of this. They eventually get it, right? And what I love about your story is that you start talking to your coworkers about this. And tell me how this all went about, that this ended up actually being part of like this huge all hands sales and marketing all hands <laughs> where you're telling, you know, this story on how, you know, once again, we bring it full circle on this is real life. This affects real people. This is why we do what we do working at Cisco um, and changing people's lives for the better and powering really an inclusive future as what we believe in and an inclusive recovery when it comes to vaccine distribution. No, so absolutely. So when I was when I was hearing them talk, I was empathizing as their son, but I was also thinking like, boy, I wish we can have us solve this problem. Boy, I, I think technology can solve the problem here. And we think about the entire workflow of the long wait times of them having to do the questionnaire. And then even at the very end of that call, you know, there was no easy way to remind them that like you do your first vaccine. Well, there's a booster reminder. Right. And that wasn't even yeah. digitized, too. So as I was hearing this, I was hearing, like, how can Cisco help? Like, I know we can help. I know we have the technology. I know we have, you know, interesting technology, but I'm not the healthcare expert. I'm the retail expert. So immediately right after that call, right, I called the director of healthcare, my colleague and peer, Catherine Howe, to really walk her through this entire journey. And I, I walked her through the workflow. I said, look, they had a long wait time. There was no questionnaire. There was no automated way to do the scheduling. There was no way to do the booster reminder. And immediately, like right after that call, literally like the next day, you know, I work with her to mock up an entire, you know, journey workflow of the use cases in all the places we Cisco had technology today that we can help solve for not just my parents' use case but every single provider out there. So if you're a chain drug retailer who's part of vaccine distribution, if you're part of like, if you're, a, if you're a healthcare system dealing with this, here is the technology and solutions you can bring today. So when you're, when you're comment about inclusive recovery, it's like, I could totally identify with my, my parents dealing with this, but being a technologist, being an industry leader and working with Catherine, we came up with this, with this basically idea where we could take the use cases and we created a whole point of view that we knew we could bring to the market. I'm humbled and an honor that I have a friend and colleague like Catherine where we can build this point of view and do something to impact my parents' lives, but really all of our lives. And that's, that's to me like the epitome of when people say inclusive future for all and, and you know, working for a company like Cisco, it all came together for me. It is like, 
<laughs> we're all um, Amit's parents, we're all, right? We're all there. We all have this. This is why I was so excited to be able to talk to you because I was saying the same thing. I wanted to be like in your place because as my parents are trying to get their own vaccine and they're running into their own hurdles and roadblocks and everything else, it's like we hear these stories. We've been hearing these stories for months. And so now to be able to actually do something, yes, we're not a, we're not a, biomedical company. We're not a pharmaceutical company where we're actually making the vaccines, but we are part of that, you know, solution where we can get it to the hundreds of millions and ultimately billions of people um, around the world who need it. So I, it just really puts it in perspective. People may not understand the technology that Cisco is doing behind it, that's your job in sales in terms of, <laughs> right, right, right. of, of telling that and explaining it. It's part of my job in communications is to right. communicate that. But everyone can understand the story and the frustrations, right? And the hair pulling out feeling of like, why can I not just with a few clicks of a button be able to get registered and find my appointment 10 minutes oh, away from I, my house? I, you're, you've hit something. You've hit so many points, Lisa. Like you, you sit there. And you look at your parents who are at risk and you think about how important this vaccine is because it's scary, mm -hmm. right? Like you read the news and we're all scared and, and we're in, in this time of being scared and in this time of like being challenged and in this time of my leg injury, when you work for a company like Cisco, there's optimism. And I funneled kind of all this stress and, you know, like this pain and like, take all of that with being a technologist and being an industry leader and then working with Catherine and working with Jeff to say, oh my gosh, we have technology that we can help our healthcare and retail customers today. And when you think about the issues my parents are facing, and for that matter, anyone out there, right, when it comes to vaccine, yeah. we were able to talk about the two biggest areas we see with vaccine deployment, logistics, management, and patient administration and leveraging the technology we have at Cisco from WebEx contact center to Meraki wireless and cameras for those pop-up clinics to security to all of our ecosystem partners, I'm confident we can help our customers today to help patients like my parents to alleviate their pain. And this is, this is like where you turn that pain into being proud. Yeah. And, and you get you, you get honored to like when when Cisco gets voted the number one place to work, you feel it like I feel it. I felt it. And I'm just so honored that I have a company and I have leaders like that I work with that can help help us execute on this vision to help in this in this pandemic, like with vaccine. And and really, Jeff talks about this all the time. It is it, it is inclusive for all right. Like. If we can help solve for vaccine distribution at scale, we're helping every single person out there to give care, to give care to all people of all backgrounds using our technology. And I'm just, I'm just so proud of it. And it really almost turned that challenge I had with my parents situation to say, oh, I'm optimistic because I know we can solve this. That is awesome. Okay, so let's go back to your parents. They got the shots? Or they've gotten one. They're still they waiting for the booster. They got the one. In fact, they're they're so this was like you know a couple of weeks ago. Their their second one, or their they had, they're getting this booster in another week. It'll be another sigh of relief for me when they get it because they're at risk, and then hopefully we'll all get it. 
And I'm also hopeful that between now and the next three, four, five, six months, Cisco plays a key technology role to just help you know, distribute the vaccines faster and more efficiently to everyone everywhere. You and me both. You and me both. Um, all right. So your parents have the dose one of the vaccine. Hopefully at some point we'll all get there. Um, what, where are you headed to vacation with your parents and your rest of your family? I, nor- I normally say beach or mountain, but given <laughs> that you just had knee surgery, <laughs> maybe is it like sofa? I don't know. Where are you so, going? That's a good question. <laughs> so I don't know if there's going to be vacations anytime in my future, but if I had to pick the top three with the people like around me, I said, Beach is probably not a good idea because now like I'm like anxious to go to the beach. But I think like one thing my parents like like really want to do if, if I get a chance to vacation with them is they want to go overseas. So they're they're actually South Asian. They have this like they they have this dream to go to Cam, you know, um Cambodia and go visit Angkor Wat and like, you know, when when things open up, there's a temple there that they want to go to. So maybe I'll join them there when I can walk. Um <laughs> With my daughter, probably no beach, but, you know, she's into that Disney thing. So maybe some kind of cruise ship with my family. And then one other thing that, like, you know, I love is, like, you know, as a as an interest of mine, I just love sports. And one thing that I didn't do as a tradition this year is, you know, I have two alumni schools that I port, support for football, which is Cal and Penn State, my graduate schools. Every year we would go to, like, a, a we would go to a city to watch a football game. Yeah. So I hope in the next seven, eight months, I can make my way back to Happy Valley. And like, those are probably the, my three vacation spots. With All right, good. Place. If you, okay, if you make it to Cambodia, I can give you f- some recommendations. I've been there twice because my husband is Cambodian. Oh, yeah, that's and right. so, that's right. and I highly recommend it to everyone. Once the pandemic's over, let's like boost up that tourism all across the world, Cambodia included. All right. And what about pandemic purchases? Uh, a knee brace, crutches for you? What else? I would say like, because you have to like find ways to keep busy at home with my four-year-old, definitely, definitely a lot of like, you know, entertainment with like Netflix and like kids entertainment, like Disney plus Netflix, that's been part of the subscription purchase. (laughs) (laughs) So where every month they know how to drain you, but no, it's certainly keeping my daughter entertained. And what's interesting is like, um, you know, everyone has their own story about this, but like a lot of us, we, we, you know, since we're at home, everyone becomes like a do it yourselfer. And so one of the things that um, we did, like this was like part one of her birthday, not part two of her birthday. We did this like purchase, like we had to make her birthday kind of fun and different. So we yep. did this like indoor carnival with this indoor magic show. So we bought all these like different kind of toys and we made like this carnival theme. So, you know, Tar- Target did really well from our credit card bills. <laughs> That's awesome. I want <laughs> I want to come to that birthday party once the <laughs> pandemic's over, once we yeah. all ha- are vac- right. vaccinated. <laughs> I, you know, I, I learned how to be a magician. I don't know if I'm the best magician. So like, you know, maybe one day after Cisco, after like, you know, I, just, I become a magician, but who knows? <laughs> awesome. Well, Amit, I'm so excited that we got a chance to talk. These are the conversations that I really, truly love being able to be a part of um, and getting to know you and your story and really like being able to put a story behind the technology that 
you know, we are supporting and that Cisco is providing because at the end of the day, that's what you said it, it's all about is being able to power this inclusive future and in this inclusive recovery for all. So I thank you so much for being willing and, uh, and a good sport in telling this story. No, I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity. Um, and I think as we all, whether you're a customer, whether you're a Cisco employee, whether you're a patient, you know, I think we're all in this together, right? Like together we can solve whatever problem we put our minds to. And I think in this challenging time that we're all facing with parents and the vaccine and injuries, it's how do we funnel that to make a difference? And I'm so proud to work for a company that not only has the technology, but has the people to help create that vision to, to solve for these, you know, major, major things that we're dealing with, like the vaccine. And I'm confident with everyone out there together, you know, we can make a difference to help every single patient, customer out there get this vaccine, and then hopefully just all be healthier and, and then go on those awesome vacations. I agree. And I can't add anything else to what you just said. You said it perfectly. So with that, <laughs> I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.